Hey there, and welcome to Hochma and Coffee. I do hope that you're having a great day so far today. Now, we're continuing through the book of Hebrews, me and my brother Jonah, and we're trusting that you've enjoyed the conversations. And today, we're going to be looking at verses 12 and 13. And I do want to say before we jump into this that we're planning on recording a very long podcast to kind of go over the rest of this morning passage as our next one. And it won't be from expert opinion. We're going to work through it, ask hard questions of each other, of the text, tell you what we know, what we don't know, what we think. And hopefully that will encourage you to dive in deeper and even have good discussions with your friends and with your pastor. Um, So that will be our next episode. But for this one, we're going to keep it more simple um, and we're going to leave the more complex conversation for next time. But I want to read verses 12 and 13 before we get started. It says this, take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Man, so so we ended last week on quite a somber note. It was not like a, our favorite way to end, but I think it was a good way to end. And so this one begins by saying, take Heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. Friends, unbelief is sin. Just remember that it is sin and it causes you to depart from God. You cannot walk with God without faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. You need faith to walk with God. And so he says, take heed of that. And that next section is to exhort exhort one another. And here you've got some notes on exhort and I'm going to turn it over to you. What are some, what are some things we should be looking at or thinking about as we get to verse number 13? Yeah. I, again, more definitions that word exhort would kind of open my eyes because if I say this Greek words, many of you will probably say, I've heard that before. The Greek word was parakaleo and you might have realized or heard that that's the same root word that the Holy Spirit is described as our comforter. If you see, uh, if you look at the Greek uh, word for uh, comforter of the Holy Spirit and the same word as when we learn about Barnabas, he's called the son of consolation. Mm. That's the same root word there as well. Perikaleo, it literally means to come alongside and encourage and strengthen, instruct, teach, um, and so we are commanded to exhort one another daily. Now, now, what if that's uncomfortable, though? <laughs> it definitely is. I just see this, you know, and in 2022 is when we're recording. This is that's not something a lot of people are comfortable with. And if they are comfortable with a lot of times, people don't do it in the right way. You yeah. know, it's like I'll exhort. I will come and tell this person how to live <laughs> and how that person how to live. But there is a sense in which we're supposed to. I mean, it says exhort one another daily come alongside each other daily why lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness i think we're going to get there in a second yeah but this exhortation and that's a scary that's a scary thing what 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 are we talking about when we're talking about exhortation what do you think so i i'm sure most of us would probably we could we could imagine or even remember someone as we were a young kid 
who we looked up to and maybe even a person who took time to invest in us. And we were like, man, this guy or girl is awesome. I can't believe this kind of person would come down and just encourage me. There's, uh, I think of my youth pastor, his name was uh, Pastor Paul Winters. And man, I always enjoy going to youth group because man, he seemed like he cared about us. And uh, we went on bike rides and all that. I'm like, this is the guy I look up to. And he encouraged me just to continue to do well. And he was one of the main reasons why I ended up going to the college I went to. He took us to a, a youth conference down to a certain Bible college and a goodness. And so that is a way of exhorting people. He, mm. he took time to invest in me. Uh, was it always easy? No, because I was obviously a stubborn teenager, but I'm so grateful that he was willing to encourage and exhort and strengthen, teach, instruct. And that's what we're commanded to do. Yeah. And that exhortation, you know, it is an encouragement. And a lot of times people think of it just as like positive words, like, oh, you're great. You're, that's not what this is. It's it's also a challenge. Like, yeah. we can do this. We can go forward. We can obey God. We, we don't have to have hard hearts. We can trust God. You know, that's exhorting somebody. If you can just come alongside somebody and say, hey, don't get down. God's good. You can trust him. You can keep going. That's that exhortation. And it's interesting to me that he says daily. Yeah. You know, like this is not supposed to be, you know, once every few weeks or once every month. This is uh, this is from the Bible. This is not what I do personally. I should do more mm -hmm. of this is daily. You're supposed to exhort each other. Like, keep going. Yeah. Like, this is this is the route we're supposed to walk. While it's called today, he emphasizes the dailiness. He says mm -hmm. daily while it's called today. He says, I can't just say daily. I need to say while it's called today to emphasize every single day we should be exhorting each other, coming alongside one another, pointing ahead in faith that we can listen to God and we can trust God and we can obey God. That's huge. I love it. For sure. And so you have here uh, under this exhortation, three different types of groups of people that we should surround ourselves with. This is more mm. of an application. For sure. But I'll let you you jump into three different types of groups that we should surround ourselves with. Yeah, this is totally application, as you said. And um, kind of if you're uh, maybe a Sunday school teacher or a preacher, maybe you could, this might help you as it has helped me. Uh, but the first group of people that we should surround ourselves with, I believe, is those you look up to even now. You might already be in your 40s, 50s, 60s. I don't know where you are. You might be in your 20s. But find someone who is wiser or smarter and older than you who you would like to be able to be like. It's not bad to want to be like someone. Paul said, follow me. Only yeah. as I follow Christ. And so, yeah, do I look up to my pastor? Absolutely. Uh, he's a great man of God. You ought to be surrounding yourselves with people that you are trying to attain as they are following Christ themselves. So that's the first group. Also, the second group, you should try to surround yourself with those who are in the same stage as you. Don't necessarily try to get all your advice from this group because they're in the same boat as you. Um, you always try to get your advice up the ladder, not in your realm, uh, even though you can bounce ideas off of uh, each other. But this is the group where you're going to try to encourage uh, each other to keep growing, uh, kind of like an accountability partner. Or if you work out, you have like a workout buddy. You guys are both striving for the same goal. And so that even spiritually say, yeah, I want to get better in this area of my life. 
oh, you do too? Let's work on that together. That's a great way to grow in your uh, walk with God. And then third, the third group, look for those in whom you can invest in. You just got to come alongside them, even though it might be inconvenient at times. Just come alongside them, exhort them, encourage them uh, to not give up in their Christian walk because we don't have a, very many people or Christians going down to the younger generations and encouraging them to follow God's perfect will. I believe God is calling people into ministry, but we just don't have people that are listening. And I wonder if it's because there's a lot of older generations not investing into the younger generation like they ought to. So those three groups are so important to encourage and exhort each other. And we, I do believe it would benefit all of us to have those three groups surrounding us yeah, I daily. Think that's awesome. So look up, look down, and look around. Yeah, <laughs> there oh, you go. Good. Well, that, that's that's uh, something else. I probably stole it from somebody <laughs> else. But look up, look down, look around, and exhort these types of people. Be exhorted by those older. And you can even encourage them as well. Because I know that older people, they, they, uh, they're not impenetrable and they they enjoy when somebody even younger can recognize good traits in them Mm -hmm. and um and so i think we can exhort those who are older than us to keep going like man you guys have been faithful thank you keep trailblazing for us keep walking the path but those around us and obviously those older are going to exhort us too and encourage us and mentor us those on the same spot oh that's fun to exhort each other and challenge each other to keep moving forward iron sharpening iron and then I love that last one, you know, invest in those who, who are, you know, not the same place as you are. And you can invest in and get them closer to where they should be. Now, we have this last statement. He's saying we should exhort each other for a reason. He says, lest any of you be hardened. That's a word we've talked about in the, in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. We can be hardened through sin our hearts can grow harder and harder and harder and so here you have a few notes here about accountability and how we're not an island how does this play into hardness through the deceitfulness of sin yeah so deceitfulness you you rarely know that your heart or you yourself are becoming hardened because sin is so deceitful Uh, You can use any example of any sin and you can pretty much say, I'm good. I can stop this at any time. I can I I can handle this. But that's why we need each other to exhort each other daily, Mm -hmm. because you can see what I'm doing and say, "Uh, hey, Jonah, you got to get this straight. No, 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 I'm fine. No. And you're exhorting me and saying we're not meant to be an island because when we are, that's when we fall. Yeah. Not only will this encourage growth and action, uh, maybe I have that desire to grow, but when I have someone exhorting me, man, that's going to exponentially help me grow. But this will also prevent rot and decay in my spiritual life. Because if I'm an island, I can easily become lazy. I said, yeah. I don't need to do this or that. I don't need to read my Bible daily. But when I have someone encouraging me and exhorting me and just keep challenging me to keep pressing forward, yeah, that'll prevent the rot and decay that could easily happen if I don't have someone. Because like I said, it's deceitful. You think you're good when you're really not. It's so true. And I do think this is something we need to keep in our hearts and minds and act on. I mean, 
we, we said daily. And if we look at our Christian movement, there are many people falling away. Many. And, yeah. and it's sad. Some of it's even in leadership and they're making dumb decisions. But as we look at this, I wonder if it's not because we haven't been taking this command seriously. Yeah. Because we have too many people who aren't being exhorted, maybe because it's inconvenient or uncomfortable. And so they're not encouraged to grow. They're not encouraged or challenged to take action. And so instead, they are by themselves and they are rotting and decaying and they are being hardened by their sin. And then they disappear because they don't have people who care about them enough to exhort them. And so this is like a good challenge for us all. When we go to church on Sunday, you were there, yes, to hear the word. But you're there also to minister to those around you. It's not just the the preacher's job. It's not just those on the platform or uh, Sunday school teachers. It's everybody's job to exhort each other. And so who can you exhort today? Who can you exhort tomorrow? Be thinking about this because it might save them from going down a path that they never should have gone. And so, friends, I urge you, make sure you exhort each other. I, I pray that you take heed that there's not unbelief in you and that you come alongside others and exhort them. I apologize for the phone ringing right there. I'll call uh, whoever that was right back in a second. But thank you for, for joining us. And Jonah, thanks for these notes that we were able to work through. And I hope that all of you guys have a great week. Take time, exhort each other. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>